Welcome back to the second episode of the Still Hot Though podcast. I am so excited. I do feel a lot more chilled out this time than I have in uh, the past episode just because I was so nervous. And like now that I feel like I've done an episode, it kind of feels more natural. Um, I've also learned that I should be using my camera in reverse so that it's like coming out towards me and I can't see the screen of myself being recorded because I got to be honest, even like looking at myself on TikTok when I have it pulled up when I'm doing this is intimidating. So like seeing myself being recorded, I was constantly like, oh, do I look okay? I've like made sure the camera's perfect or at least as perfect as it can be. And it's going to be like, I don't know, it's going to be an awesome episode. I'm kind of almost like, oh my God, is the camera like tilted? I think the camera might be tilted a little bit. So now that we got that out of the way, I'm literally so stupid. I was like, I think the camera is so tilted. I'm like, now I'm already off to a bad start. Jesus. Um, But I actually decided I really want to try to keep the edits down to a minimum with this podcast. I think it's like, I don't know. It feels a lot more authentic to me when I'm just like vibing and talking. Um, So... I decided to actually ask questions again, not this time on Instagram, but on TikTok, because I thought maybe we get some more replies. I don't even know, though, guys. It seems like I'm shadow banned at this point. I feel like my I feel like it's so hard for me to get views now. But like the thing is, I can't really say I'm shadow banned because then I have videos that do get quite a bit of views, like 20,000, 12,000. Sometimes it's been like 40. It seems like the thing with TikTok now is the algorithm is very slow. It seems like I used to be able to post three videos in a row and they'd all get 30K like it's nothing. It seems like I have to post a video and even videos that do super well just take so long to gain to gain traction. But they eventually do. It's just a slow buildup. It's not like it was before. It's very disappointing, especially as someone with almost 500,000 followers. Um, I can only imagine the struggle for someone that only has like, you know, 100K because you start at that point to feel like you have a nice following and then to just feel like it's taken away from you really sucks. Um, But it's like literally I just posted a video like 20 minutes ago and it already has like or already. No, it only has 670 views, which is like weird for me. I'm not going to lie, but it's whatever. So one of my videos I posted, I kind of just wanted to get into this on the podcast before I really move on. The whole super straight trend. I know I took a position where I said I was really over it and I didn't think it was not even over. it. I didn't think it was something that was good. It sounded like it was really anti-trans and it kind of came off to me like a hate group that was disguised as, oh, we just feel oppressed. We feel like we can't not like trans girls. Now, I started to really put myself in a straight guy's shoes. I was like, okay, you probably have a For You page that's full of stuff they like, not stuff I like. So they're seeing very few trans videos. The only ones they're seeing are the ones that get millions of views, right? So one of those pops up on their For You page or a couple, and it's all these people that are saying, these trans girls that are saying crazy stuff to get views. And they go, oh, well, if you don't date trans people, you're transphobic. And then they take that information and they put it on the trans community as a whole. Because, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I live like in the East Coast. I'm not friends with like a lot of trans people. I'm in like a really small town. Um, so I don't really know most trans people, but I would hope and I think I've seen a few on TikTok of smaller creators. Most of us don't agree with that. Most of us think that if you date someone who's trans like that, it it's whatever. I mean, they're still straight, but like it's definitely out of the norm. I think I think a lot of people who identify as straight probably wouldn't date a trans person. Um, And yeah, I still think they're straight, though. Like, I don't think any man who's attracted to me 
is gay by any means or bisexual. I really don't think they are. I think I mean, I think it depends. I think there are some men who are into trans women because they enjoy the fa- especially pre-op trans women. They enjoy that like um, they still have that part and they're into it. I do think that maybe goes into more bisexual territory. Um, but I most of the guys I've been with are really just into me and my feminine body. And they kind of just ignore that part during intimacy. So to me, it doesn't feel gay at all. It, it, you know, but I mean, everyone can think what they want, of course. But for the most part, I just feel like saying super straight kind of felt backhanded when I first heard it because it was like, oh, you're super straight. You're not like fully straight. And I was like, it kind of feels like you're invalidating me as a woman. And every time I say that, I feel like a snowflake. And you guys know me. Maybe that's just the Blair White in me that I constantly never want to be the snowflake trans person. But I'm like, it kind of felt invalidating, like low key. And maybe that was the point because they were upset. And I get it. Because we were calling them something they weren't. You know what? I think a lot of trans people, the issue is they never put themselves in the other person's shoes. And I'm I'm guilty of that as well. I think that's a big person issue in general. I even just trans people. We need to really put ourselves. And let me say this to clarify before. We are never going to have peace in this world until we learn to put put each other's perspectives in mind. You know, like if I'm not putting myself in that person's shoes, how do I know what they're going through or why they're feeling the way they do if I'm only thinking about myself? And, you know, I think it's just something in human nature, especially for me, I'll initially be very selfish and just think of like how I'm feeling and my perspective. And then I go, you know what? But someone's living a different life than me. Someone's not getting the same experiences that I am and they're living a different life and getting experiences that I don't know about. You know what I mean? So it's all in like, you got to think of everybody. So when it comes to the super straight thing, I think my final stance on it is I definitely think it's a trend. I don't think we're going to be hearing about this a year from now, you know? Um, I definitely think it'll stick around for a while, though, as a joke. Um, I do think it's low-key offensive, but I understand why they do it, so I'm not going to bitch about it. Um, But I think we really should just go back to calling it a preference. And after this whole trend is over, I think we can all agree, and I hope the trans community can finally agree, that we can still call it straight, but it's just straight with, oh, you know, I prefer not, or some men say they prefer it, and then there are even men who don't necessarily seek it out, but they don't mind it either. You know, everything is on a spectrum, I feel like. Wow, that was a friggin' ramble. I'm trying to say the F word less. Say friggin' instead of fuck. Because I was watching my last podcast and I was like, damn, I say fuck a lot. And I was like, is that not very ladylike? And I know that goes back to stereotypes, but I'm just like, damn. But I also really love saying fuck. I'm like, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. But like, it's such a fun word. You can't even lie. I'm from uh, the East Coast, too. I don't necessarily want to say the state because I don't want anyone to come and kill me. But (laughs) I like... We say, like, fuck is like a comma here where I'm from, at least what I grew up around. Um, I I shouldn't even say it, though, because my mom was never like that. But so I did ask you guys some questions over on TikTok for topics on this podcast. Um, I really wanted this podcast to be more focused around media. I, I, I love the H3 podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. But podcasts in general that I watch, um, they tend to cover media and news stories. And I wanted this podcast to be more about news stories and I still want it to be about myself but like I kind of wanted it to be a mix and I feel like when I ask questions a lot it seems like people really ask about my transition and myself personally and I totally understand that um because people are curious and it's my podcast um but yeah if you guys want to ask stuff about what's going on in the news and media I'd really love to get into that as well but I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with the questions everyone was asking 
Not like there's that many at this point because it feels like, like I said, it's a growing thing. So I just posted this TikTok. So I feel like I don't have a lot of comments yet. But, you know, early folks are early squirrel finds a nut. Is that what they say? No, I think I got that fucked up. Um, Okay, so one comment is, tell me you're a man without telling me you're a man. I think I actually made a video response to that. Um, Yeah, people are brutal. This was on TikTok with no makeup. And I always feel so like, I feel like I can't defend myself because at least like when I post a TikTok, like all glammed up, I look like really hot. And like people are like, oh, she's trans, but she's hot. So like, who cares? There's the freaking stereotype, not stereotype, but you know, whatever hidden behind my head that was brainwashed into me that makes no sense I'm trying to say that you know like I feel like we all have internal transphobia that's kind of put into us through the media and through just like hearing what we hear about LGBT in general so like I feel like I have some internal transphobia even as a trans person which is really sad and messed up to say um but where was I going with this um the whole tell me you're a man without telling me you're a man when I feel like I post a video and I'm all dolled up I feel like I can at least be like oh well you know I'm hot though but when I'm posting a video where I'm covered in tanner my skin isn't this that great today my eyebrows look uneven because I didn't fill them in and you know when they say I look like a man it's like I feel like I can't really defend myself because I'm like well you do look kind of fugly in the video Cal um (laughs) you know what I mean um so it's just it's I don't even know someone said you always said there's no case for the bathroom situation but now there is a case look it up okay so somebody is saying that there's apparently a bathroom case because I remember how we were talking about the I don't know if everyone who's watching this has seen all my TikToks but some of my biggest TikToks are revolving around the bathroom debate on whether trans people should or should not be allowed in the restroom so I obviously I think we should be able to, um, you know, straight men. Let, let me explain why straight men commit crime all the time. Right. Like there are men who prefer that are pedos that prefer little boys. Right. So what's stopping them from committing crime in the bathroom? You're telling me there haven't been hundreds of cases, hundreds of thousands, probably of older men going into the men's bathroom and coming out with little boys or touching little boys. Uh, of course, there's has been. Right. So we don't ban men from the men's restroom, right? Even though some men do bad things. So why are we going to ban trans girls from the girls' bathroom? Because one or two fake trans girls might commit crime in the next, like, 70 years? That's that's not on us. Why is that going to take away my rights? It doesn't take away the men's rights to use the men's bathroom when another man does something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about it. It's like, you know, we don't take away your rights when you guys do stuff wrong. But someone's saying there's a case of it. Not that it even matters based off of what I just said. But let's just look it up for shits and giggles. Um, I'm seeing articles that say it's a myth. I'm not really seeing anything else. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know about that one, you guys. I I feel like that's just someone commenting this comment because or they read a fake article. Someone said, how did you and your boyfriend meet? We met. (laughs) So me and Zach, it's kind of a funny story. Me and Zach met through Tinder. um, And I kind of just we were just going to hook up because I had just gotten out of a relationship and I wasn't looking for anything serious at the time. Um, 
and we kind of just kept hooking up and then we kind of just yeah fell for each other with time um and things slowly started to get more serious i guess it's actually not as funny of a story as i thought it was it's actually really boring um now that i'm saying it out loud but yeah zach was literally just i hate saying that we met from tinder we always are like we need to tell people we met differently but i don't think we can say that anymore now that this podcast is going to be out not like anyone's going to see it i have like 600 people i think that have seen this not that I don't I appreciate you guys every time I see a comment on YouTube it makes my day because I'm like I really would love to bring all of my platform over here because it's just like such a I don't know I just feel like YouTube feels so different TikTok is like only half my audience or barely half my audience sees what I'm posting here I feel like I'm uncensored I feel like people come over here that really like me for me I don't see a lot of hate comments over here. It's nice. I feel like I can just talk. It's not like a 60 second fast clip. It's like really nice. This is and I I would love doing this. I I love to talk, as you can clearly tell. Um, someone said you're so fucking boring. <laughs> yep, I am just I'm so boring. No, um, I mean, honestly, you're not wrong because I feel like all I do with my life now is TikTok, podcast, Instagram. And Zach, like, I, I really am boring. I feel like I don't do a lot. I don't do anything fun with my money. I just like, yeah, I sit around all day. I actually, well, I almost say I sit around all day. Like, I do stuff and OnlyFans, too. That's a pain. I mean, not that it's a pain. Like, don't get me wrong. I like, I'm, I'm very thankful for what I have on there. I don't want to say I hate it. But, you know, it's a job like anything else. And I think people think it's a lot easier than it actually is. Um, even just posting once every four days for me is, like, challenging. Um, someone said, I'd love to hear your point of view on what Trump did for the LGBTQ community. I've wanted to ask you this forever. I actually replied to this person. I told them I was very uneducated on the subject. I don't really know a lot about, um, what Trump did. The two things I do know about though, that I said I would talk about is the military ban in terms of them banning trans people. Um, I see both sides. Again, I feel like I'm on like this like train of seeing both sides. I can see how it's mainly going to affect trans men, not to be stereotypical, but you know, I think a lot of trans men, they already like to just like trans women like to overdo the femininity because, you know, we feel like we aren't feminine enough. I'm sure trans men like to up their masculinity. So they do things like join the military to probably fulfill themselves more. So I can see how it can be super frustrating as a trans man to not want to go or to not be able to access the military and just be told you're banned for who you are. Um, But then I also see that we ban people from going in the military just for having asthma. You know what I mean? So is it really that crazy? And it's very different from sexuality. You know, when you're like a trans, you're constantly on medications. Like they'd be having to ship me my shots and like my medications all the time you're constantly on the road I feel like in the military then again I don't know shit about the military so maybe I'm wrong do like do they do that for people like when people need medications can you I don't I really see that's why I say I'm I'm uneducated because I don't know like if you're on specific medication are you allowed to join um because then I'm like well if they're shipping other people medications why couldn't they ship trans people theirs like so I don't really know like I said don't know a lot about it um I did hear something about adoption I don't know how true it is cuz to be honest I never do research um but I did read an article that said the Trump administration was trying to pass some um uh, bill that would make it so like <clears throat> specifically like Christian like top ad- Christian type adoption agencies could reject people from adopting people 
or adopting children because they're trans or gay or whatever, anything to do with LGBT. Um, I thought that was gross. If that's true, um, what the hell? So I watched this video. There was this man who was saying he doesn't think gay couples should be able to have babies or adopt babies. And I was like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. Like, I couldn't believe we were that far back still that people still think like that. Um, I know lots of people in high school that had two moms. Um, I've never seen two dads, but I've heard a couple people have two moms and they were perfectly like they seem like normal people. I don't know. I don't really feel like they were missing out on anything. Um, it's like, what do you say to the people that don't even have a dad or a mom, vice versa? They're being raised alone. You're going to say all those kids end up messed up just because they don't have a male or female figure? Just feels like transphobia or homophobia, I guess I should say. Haven't I feel like I never use the word homophobia. I feel like no one's really homophobic anymore. It seems like it's always over trans stuff nowadays, but I don't even know. Someone said, can you talk about transgender people in sports? Um, people of color removal from brands like Land O'Lakes and Uncle Ben's and age appropriateness for transition decisions. Um, okay, that's three questions in one. In terms of transgender people being in sports, um, that's a tough topic because a lot of people assume that a lot of uneducated people assume that like trans women have the strength of men and trans men have the strength of women, which I guess can be true to a degree, but not really. Um, it seems like a lot of trans people nowadays say they don't have to actually transition to be considered trans, which to me, I try to accept everyone for who they are. Um, but when you tell me you're trans, but you don't have enough dysphoria to the point where you don't want to go on hormones or get blockers. Um, to me, it just seems like you're maybe more just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're maybe just more like not as feminine or not as masculine as you think you are, but you're still that gender. I feel like to have, to be truly transgender, you have to have body dysmorphia enough to the point where you go on hormones, you know? Um, I don't even know. I understand that some people can't afford it, but the people that genuinely just don't want to and do have access and the money to do so and decide not to, it seems weird to me. But in terms of transgender people who are like me, who have been on hormones and blockers since a very like young age, even some you think of like Jazz Jennings, who's probably been on hormones since she was like, what, like not hormones, but blockers probably starting at like six, right? Like she was young, young. Um, you know, it's like her bone structure and muscles are probably very comparable to a female's. Then again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know like the ins and outs. I don't even know if we've done enough research on this to even prove these things. I think it's just um, I think when you think about it, like just common sense wise, it seems like maybe my muscles, they're still male, but they're like underdeveloped and then feminized out through hormones. Well, you know what I'm saying? So I guess to a degree, it doesn't there's probably females that are way stronger than me to begin with, especially because I'm on hormones. But um, I could see how it might make things a little bit more complicated. I almost feel like and now I, I I don't want this to come off. Like I feel like it could come off like we're segregating, but like. I almost feel like maybe opening up a transgender portion for the Olympics, but that also just feels point. And now that I'm saying that out loud, that feels so pointless because I mean, how many transgender athletes are there really going to be to compete with? Um, Yeah, that's a tough one. I almost feel like, and I don't want to get hate for saying this, and maybe it's just because I'm not someone who's that passionate about sports. I never have been. Um, I just feel like if you're going to transition, maybe we should just say trans people can't compete in sports. 
professionally in like the Olympics just because or any sport for that matter, just because it it kind of does put a degree of unfairity on things. It's not even a word, but you know what I mean. Um, Yeah, I I hope that doesn't sound wrong, but I just don't know. Like in terms of comp, I'll say this in terms of like playing sports. Absolutely. They should be involved. But in terms of like like competition where it matters, like the Olympics or like the NFL, maybe we should just say that's a sacrifice you make when you transition, that you can't be a part of those things. You know what I mean? They're probably going to cancel me for that. People of color removal from brands like Land O'Lakes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Why would they remove people of color? That seems like the worst thing you can do as a, a business owner. Because brands are so Black Lives Matter right now, which I, obviously I agree with. But um, age appropriateness for transition decisions. Yeah, I feel like we talked about that a little bit on the first podcast. In terms of age appropriateness, I'll just go through it fast. I just feel like the answer is a year or two of therapy before we make any harsh decisions. Then starting with blockers and working your way up to hormones and even starting those slow. Um, I feel like everything should be a slow rise so that if any point something changes and this person doesn't want to go through with this, they can they have a, a big window of opportunity to do that and still have a fairly normal life. That's how I feel about it. Um, I hope that summarized it up nicely. OK, so that's all for that TikTok. I posted two actually asking questions because, like I said, it seems like I don't get views. Even someone commented that people are commenting like, damn, your views are down. I'm like, no shit. Thanks for reminding me. It's like as if I didn't know. Even another one where I swear sometimes these are like the same people on two different accounts. Where are all your viewers? You used to have a lot. What happened? And I said, I guess the algorithm changed. I don't know. Seems like somebody has get nothing and some get tons. Excuse me, I just burped. Um, Someone said, LOL, I love you. You put the fun in dysfunctional. I think I do. I think I'm pretty friggin' fun. Um, Someone said, do you still have man parts or did you get it removed? I do still have man parts. Um, I am going to get them removed at some point. So I was actually, let me tell you. So I actually had an appointment for a consultation to get my uh, vaginoplasty is what they call it, or SRS. And... I really want to go with Zach right now. We're moving uh, down south uh, because Zach has to do a year of school there and then we'll probably go back up to the east or west coast. Um, But I kind of just decided that because I have to go with him down there and I don't want to like just be in long distance again because we were in long distance for a long time. I kind of decided I have to hold off on my laser hair removal. And if you guys don't know, laser hair removal is something you have to do before you can even get the surgery um, because you don't want hairs like growing in you. You know what I mean? So laser hair removal takes a year to do. So I was like, and like, if you think about it, I can't start it up here and then finish it down south when we move, because once you pick a place to do laser hair removal at most of these places, it's like a flat rate. You don't pay per session because it takes like eight to 10 sessions before the hair is completely gone. And it's like you do it like every four weeks. You can't just like do it all at once. So if I paid them like twelve hundred dollars to laser it, I would only be able to do like four of the 10 or whatever. And then I wouldn't be able to complete it because it'd be a different company down south. And I would have already given them all the money at the other facility that's up where I used to live. So I'd have to wait until we moved to, to go with a company to even start the hair removal, which therefore is going to put back when I can get the surgery. So I'm going to have to move my consultation again. So 
I'm looking at I'll probably have the surgery sometime in 2022, a little later than I was hoping for. But then again, I feel blessed that I even can afford to do the surgery and do this laser hair removal. Um, But yeah, that's the story with my man parts and where those are going. So for all the people on my OnlyFans that are um, sad it's going to go, you we have a little bit more time with it there. Um, someone said, why do my comments keep getting deleted? Everyone, everyone accuses me of deleting their comments. And I swear to God, I, I got, I got known for replying to hate comments. I never delete comments. I really don't. Um, so I don't know why people always assume like I'm doing something. Um, I think I've deleted like one before, um, like one time. And it was like, I don't even remember what it was. It's probably something that just annoyed me. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the comments are me and I get a little insecure. Um, you guys are so jealous and you know it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're jealous, especially now that I'm like shadow banned. Um, <laughs> now everyone's like, now that I'm saying I'm mad for being called bored, they're like, can you be like less boring? Unfortunately, I can't. I apologize. Um, someone said, what's my favorite food? Um, God, I'm so boring. I really like chicken nuggets. I feel like that sounds so basic and I'm sorry, but it's like so true. Like I love chicken. I can't get enough chicken. Um, I love French fries too. Um, someone said, how old were you when you realized you were in the wrong body? Um, this is a tough one because I figured out my sexuality a lot quicker than I figured out my gender. So, I always knew I was attracted to men from like a really young age. I don't really know what age, but it was like definitely like young, like 10 or 11. Um, and then I eventually told my family when I was like 13 and they're like, oh, how do you know? And I like literally straight up, they're like, you don't know. And I literally straight up said to them, I was like, no, I like male genitalia. Like I find male genitalia attractive. And they were like, oh, so you are like, and at the time it was gay. <clears throat> so after that happened, I started high school and I, I don't know. I never felt like I was a gay guy. I always like wanted to be a girl and I never thought that that was possible. And then I I used to watch Shane Dawson a lot back in the day. Um, and he collab, not that I agree with anything he's done now. Don't, don't get me wrong, but he did a collab with this woman named Gigi Gorgeous Um, And this was the first trans person I had ever seen in my life. Um, And I started watching her channel and I realized what transgenderism was. And I was like, fuck. I was like, that's literally me. Because this whole time I I had gay friends and I was like, would you guys like ever like want to wake up and be a girl? Because, you know, I had read that question online to know if I was transgender. And I was like, 100 percent, if I could push a button and wake up and be a girl instantly. I used to have hours of phone conversations with the Trevor Project about this, like at night, because like I was so confused. And they all said that they wanted to be men and that they liked being men and they weren't uncomfortable in male clothing. Like as I used to literally avoid male dress button-up shirts, like it was the plague because it just made me feel that gross and uncomfortable that I was in like a male's like suit when all I wanted to be in was a dress. Um And I found out that gay men didn't feel like that at all. And I was like, well, why do I feel like this? And so I started um, putting on like female clothing and um, just experimenting with stuff to like see how I felt. And the more I experimented, the more I felt like me for the first time in my life. You know, I felt like I didn't know who I was up until that moment. Um, 
And yeah, eventually one day I, I told my mom, I think we were in like some Chinese place and she told my dad I got in a therapy, lots of therapy before I started with blockers, hormones. And every day I just got happier and happier. I know it's hard to believe because now my mental health is like on another planet because of social media. But it, I don't think it has anything to do with even though it's the comments are to do with transgenderism. I think it's more to do with the comments and social media in general than really anything trans related. Um, but yeah, I started my transition and started growing up my hair and every day I became more and more like me. It definitely made high school hell for me. I feel like I didn't really get like a normal high school experience, which I'm not going to lie, really bothers me. Um, or it did. I'm not like holding a grudge anymore. But like I, I do wish I had like a normal quote unquote, not childhood, but like teenhood or even a normal childhood. You know, there were times where like I wanted things like girl toys. I want guys, I wanted an easy bake oven so fucking bad. And my mom and grandmother were like, no, no, you can't have an easy bake oven. I was like, why? And like they were like, it's a girl's toy. And I was like, what do you mean? It's an easy bake oven. It's an oven. And I also low key wanted to be like, I don't care if it's a girl's toy. Like, I just want it like. Or that like like I always had to go like the boys blue aisle and all I wanted was to go to like the pink aisle, you know, it's like because like pink is so much prettier. Like, why would you want to go to the blue? Like, I just it just doesn't click for me. Um, But yeah, I don't know. People want to call me a man. I'm very aware my DNA is male. I feel like I'm going to be getting these comments for the rest of my life. But at the end of the day, I wasn't happy being in a male body. And if I can do these things to change myself and my outward appearance, even a transphobes looks female. Why does that bother them so much? Someone said, can you talk about how fucking stupid it is when you're talking to a dude? OK, let me change that. Can we? T- Someone said, I don't want to say fuck. I feel like I say it too much. Someone said, can you talk about how stupid it is when you're talking to a dude and they tell you and you tell them you're trans and then they block you? Um, yeah, it is. I mean, back when I was in the dating game before I met Zach, there were definitely times where I would talk to a lot of men and match with a lot of men on these dating apps who I was attracted to and they were attracted to me. And then I told them I was trans. And you know what it is? I think it's just in general, people are very like quick to block people because they don't really see you as a person yet because they haven't met you. So if obviously if it was in person, they'd probably be more like, oh, that's not my thing or somehow try to find a way to get out of it. But I think they just don't want to have the pointless conversation. So they're like, oh, they're trans. Bye. Don't care. Um, I feel like us as girls have even done that to guys. You know, they say one thing that seems a little off and you're like, oh, never met them. Never going to see them again. So whatever. I met them on Tinder. Block them. Um, I think it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, time saver. Don't care. Um, so I don't think we should take too much offense to it. I think it just wasn't their thing. I mean, granted, it would be nice to hear, oh, it's not my thing. But it's like, you know, how many times can I even read that? You know, it's like if you're not interested, bye. Don't write back. So it looks like that was most of the questions. Yeah, um, I guess that's going to do it for this episode. I didn't really want to like start giving these podcasts like a time frame of oh weekly, biweekly, oh, twice a week, three times a week. I kind of just wanted to start doing it whenever I wanted um, because I feel like whenever I set a schedule for things, it ends up making it feel like a chore. And this podcast, I wanted to really be something fun and different. So it's like, you know, if I want to record one tomorrow, I'll do one tomorrow. If I want to record one in three days, I'll do it a week from now, whatever. I definitely want to strive for at least once a week, though, I'll say that. But I wanted to let the podcast get a little more traction before I really start getting a set schedule. 
Um, but yeah, this has been really fun. I'll probably ask on TikTok again for questions or I'll post on my Insta stories. Go ahead and follow me. It's all at Kelly underscore Cadigan. I'll put it in the description. Um, but yeah, this has been the second episode of Still Hot, though. I will see you guys when I see you. Bye.